Coming up on 5-Minute News. Same-sex and interracial marriages protected by Congress. Brittany Griner, swapped for Russian prisoner, heads home. And updated COVID-19 booster, safe for children under five. It's Friday, December 9. I'm Anthony Davis. The U.S. House of Representatives gave final approval on Thursday to legislation protecting same-sex marriages, a monumental step in a decades-long battle for nationwide recognition that reflects a stark turnaround in societal attitudes. President Joe Biden has said he will promptly sign the measure, which requires all states to recognize same-sex marriage. It's a relief for hundreds of thousands of couples who have married since the Supreme Court's 2015 decision that legalized those marriages and have worried about what would happen if the ruling were overturned. In a statement after the vote, Biden called the legislation a critical step to ensure that Americans have the right to marry the person they love. The bipartisan legislation, which passed 258 to 169 with just 39 Republican votes, would also protect interracial unions by requiring states to recognize legal marriages regardless of sex, race, ethnicity or national origin. After months of negotiations, the Senate passed the bill last week with 12 Republican votes. The legislation would not require states to allow same-sex couples to marry, but it would require states to recognize all marriages that were legal when they were performed and protect current same-sex unions if the Supreme Court decision were overturned. While it's not everything advocates may have wanted, passage of the legislation represents a watershed moment. Just a decade ago, many Republicans openly campaigned on blocking same-sex marriages Today, more than two-thirds of the public support them. Still, most Republicans opposed the legislation, and some conservative advocacy groups lobbied aggressively against it in recent weeks, arguing that it doesn't do enough to protect those who want to refuse services for same-sex couples. American basketball star Brittany Griner headed home on Thursday night, freed from Russian prison, in exchange for the US releasing notorious Russian arms dealer Victor Bout in the culmination of an eight-month saga of high diplomacy and dashed hopes. But the US failed to win freedom for another American, Paul Whelan, jailed in Russia nearly four years ago. The deal, the second in eight months amid tensions over Russia's invasion of Ukraine, secured the release of the most prominent American detained abroad and achieved a top goal for President Joe Biden. Yet it carried what US officials conceded was a heavy price. She's safe, she's on a plane, she's on her way home, Biden said from the White House, where he was accompanied by Griner's wife, Shirelle, and administration officials. Biden's authorization to release Bout, the Russian felon once nicknamed the Merchant of Death, underscored the heightened urgency that his administration faced to get Griner home, particularly after the recent resolution of her criminal case on drug charges and her subsequent transfer to a penal colony. Griner, who also plays pro basketball in Russia, was arrested at an airport there after Russian authorities said she was carrying vape canisters containing cannabis oil. 
Greiner is a two-time Olympic gold medalist, Baylor University All-American and Phoenix Mercury pro basketball star, whose arrest made her the most high-profile American jailed abroad. Her status as an openly gay black woman, locked up in a country where authorities have been hostile to the LGBTQ community, injected racial, gender and social dynamics into her legal saga and brought unprecedented attention to the population of wrongful detainees. U.S. regulators on Thursday cleared doses of the updated COVID-19 vaccines for children younger than five. The Food and Drug Administration's decision aims to better protect the smallest children amid an uptick in COVID-19 cases around the country at a time when children's hospitals are already packed with those suffering from other respiratory illnesses, including RSV and the flu. Omicron-targeted booster shots made by Moderna and rival Pfizer already were open to everyone aged 5 and over. The FDA now has authorised use of the tweet shots starting at age just six months, but just who is eligible depends on how many vaccinations they've already had and which kind. Only about 5% of youngsters aged under 5 have received the full primary series since vaccinations for the smallest children began in June. The FDA decided that children aged under six who've already received two original doses of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine can get a single booster of Moderna's updated formula if it's been at least two months since their last shot. The updated vaccines from Moderna and Pfizer are combination shots containing half the original vaccine and half tweaked to match the BA4 and BA5 Omicron strains that until recently were dominant. Now, BA5 descendants are responsible for most COVID-19 cases. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.